This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the Chelsea Fancast. I am Stanford Chidge and this is the little show that we like to call In Off The Post, uh, where we feature the emails written in by our lovely listeners. And uh, and I'm going to introduce uh, Jonathan Kidd, of course. Hello, Jonathan, my superb co-host, the host with the most. Co-host <laughs> with the most, even. I'm, of course, naked, having previously been in my hospital bed. I'm now decided to... Uh, be beside the seaside and it isn't isn't it interesting how we we according to the seasons obviously we go from uh, um being completely wrapped up in overcoats and hats and um wind cheaters in our little little recording areas to uh now it being very very warm uh i've only got my shorts on yeah i love it i love it i'm, I'm not i haven't quite joined you in my nakedness but it's a it's a balmy 34 up in uh, the chidges eagle nest um, I'm also going to apologise for being rather croaky tonight, as you may have already noticed, but I have spent since Friday on the piss at Edgebaston for the first Ashes test, and uh, I've spent most of the time drinking and abusing Australian cricketers rather vocally. So uh, apologies for any croakiness, but I'm sorry, not sorry, if you see what I mean. And why not, is all I can say. Indeed, Absolutely. it's finely balanced at the moment, but there you go. So we've got loads of emails, really, to kind of round off uh, the end of the season. Uh, we did our last show of the season, our review last week, and I did promise you that I would read the emails out, uh, and that's what we're going to do. And, of course, as ever, you can listen to the show live every... Ah. Well done, JK. Every Monday and Friday at 7.30pm uh, during the season... So not tonight, um, but you normally can go to Mixler, which is chelsea-fancast.mixler.com. And if you do that, you can join lots of very lovely people who uh, listen to the show. They're good friends of ours, and they chat amongst themselves and have a jolly fine time. So there you go. Um, 
now you can follow us on all the socials at chelsea fancast and uh, listen and subscribe on Acast, spotify apple and all good podcast platforms make sure you leave us a very sexy five-star review at the very least anyway there you go now the first email jk is from michael murray nearest chidge jk and guest alas michael no guest just chidge and myself i hope we suffice um if this is read out on the friday show no no michael hope everyone is well well we are well but it's just us and it's monday um didn't take me this long to sober up i have a set of twin boys and a girl so uh, congratulations so i don't get much time i'm trying to show them the ways of chelsea yes there are only four yes uh, when my daughter watches the football no matter who's playing she just shouts chelsea chelsea um, as it should be anyway here is the story I hope you enjoy. It was the year it was the year 2000. I was 10 years old. Chelsea were on their best spell of winning trophies since well before we were actually even invented in 2004. Arsenal were not bottling league titles and Chelsea had signed some of the fan cast most favorite players. Um Ivanovic Sutton. No, no, you're Osprey, I'm so sorry. I've misread that completely. It's because there's a red line under it. Because there's a red line under it. Um suggesting... even even spell check knows he's even shit. spell check, exactly. <laughs> spell check. Spell checks hates hate spell check hates him. Um Yukanovic... no such player as Yukanovic. It's not a fucking <laughs> word, mate. It needs to be spelt completely <laughs> different. And I, um uh Yukanovic Sutton, just to name a couple. I'm actually laughing right now as Chidge is probably saying how shit those two players actually were. <laughs> Spot on. Absolutely right. right. Back to my story. My mum had just realised I needed to be christened to get in the same secondary school as my sister. So she starts throwing all these Chelsea players' names at me. Then we got down to three, Viali, Zola or Leboeuf. So as we all know, we settled on Leboeuf. And why not? Clever, yeah. So we have the christening and the weirdest thing was everyone that came had to wear a football top. We had Spurs fans, United fans, Arsenal fans, and even a Burnley fan all come together to watch me be christened. But at the same time I was getting christened, there was another family having their baby christened. They were all suited and booted, looked like butter wouldn't melt. And with us, it looked like we'd all just rush from an all-stars football game with different teams players all playing in the same game. Don't tell Mr. Bowley this, as he might think it used to happen back then and push it, push for it even more. <laughs> so... There we have it, the story behind Michael LeBeouf Murray christening. I also ended, ended up in the same school as my sister. Just want to add, I'm listening to the 50 years of Chelsea. I've gone a bit back to front. I've done the 90s through to 2006, and I've just got to the 80s. My stepdad, Andy Kay, told me to strap in for the ride and realise this season just gone wasn't that bad compared to what he's experienced in the past. <laughs> One more thing, I promise. Is there a chance we could have a Chelsea fan cast does the ashes? I think there's quite a lot of us that like our cricket could fill the void of no football. Just a thought. All the best and up the Chelsea, Michael LeBeouf Murray. Very good story, Michael. Really, really excellent. Well, excellent. Be officially called LeBeouf. I love it. I absolutely love it. And we now... Uh, sorry, say to you. We yeah. now know why. The definitive story. You know what? We could do a little five-minute Chelsea fan cast does the ashes. What do you think? We could today. Because I, I was I've been there a weekend. So, um, <clears throat> well, okay. See how much I can remember, considering I was very, very, very drunk. Um, obviously, we we weren't there for the for the first day uh, when England batted, which was rather good. Joe Root getting a rather marvelous century. 
a few people throwing their wickets away like bears do. But I mean, I, 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 should, I think the the best way to kick this off, J.K., because we've got this marvelous WhatsApp group for all of us, because about ten of us there. By the way, I saw Neil Beard for a pint or two at tea time yesterday, which was rather lovely. So I said this to the boys. Uh, this was before this was before uh, Australia's second innings. All right when we basically were very under par, I think, in terms of how many runs we put on the board. So I said, if, in brackets, when we lose this, it will be for the following reasons. One, not pick- not picking wood. Two, not picking folks, slash Bairstow putting three down and a miss stumping. Three, yes. declaring when we could have added maybe 50 runs. Yes. Four, giving wickets away too cheaply today. The end. Yes, yes, and particularly Roots... Um... Um, innings today Root, Root was batting a completely different class to anybody else on the pitch had done so Root is a phenomenal player his ability to score off every ball even a, a forward defensive he just angles his bat and plays it down through through gully all the time and I loved his superb ability at the beginning of the innings to play the ramp shot tw- ramp shot twice in order to scatter the field well, forcing to do it first ball this morning ball having to go mental. phenomenal Mental. He was almost bold, actually. But yeah, yeah, quite. In fact, he was. I've been watching the IPL, and he he did it in the IPL second ball and was bold, just because they that's, they expect that kind of thing in the IPL. But he's clearly learnt from being in the IPL the ability to just score every ball is a scoring possibility. But his his century in the first innings was classic. It wasn't it was, Basball. It was more more of a classic yeah. um, five day game uh, yeah. inning. But but today I just was so. Um, I felt so much for him just because he was a very good stumping by he's a proper keeper is uh, um, Carey and as you say if you'd had folks playing instead of um, Bairstow behind the stumps there would have been more wickets it's tricky isn't it because you like to have one likes to have the pairing of uh, um, of Jimmy and um, and Broad because because just because they they can turn it on but um, as you and also um, uh, um, Ollie Thing is a decent bowler what's his name Robinson and, and batted really well today. Yeah. Really, really. But I, well. I don't. I don't think you drop. I mean, I think you know. Frankly, I would have picked. Do you know what? I might have actually picked Wood instead of Anderson because of the. Pitch. Yes. No. I think that's. I agree with you completely. I think that's the problem. Is that um, you just think that that Jimmy might do something and do you know get one of his spells where he just makes the ball talk, but not, not uh, on a flat fucking motor. No, no. That's the trouble. Is it? It's it's so lacking in any kind of movement. And in fact, the Australians were saying at the beginning they thought that England were missing a trick, recreating the kind of wickets that they had in Australia because the, the thing they find difficult batting with is batting on a, on, a, on, a, on a seeming surface, on a green surface, which is, you know, in India. But I, I love with the Indians is the fact when they play the, the test matches, they, they hook the wickets so that they just become turners completely. So the ball... T- turns six inches and, and is perpendicular. When they play in the IPL, they're the same kind of wickets that you can have in Australia. It's just, it, it's... it's well, they, doc, they doctor the pictures doctor, to suit... They doctor yeah. the pictures to suit themselves, I, yeah. I, I mean, we, we talked about this. I mean, because amazingly enough, in spite of how much we have to drink, we actually do spend a lot of time talking about cricket. And and we were saying this, you know, why, why have England produced, uh, you know, a really slow, flat track at Edgebaston when we know that the Aussie batsmen find it difficult in seeming and moving conditions. I wondered, you know, all this kind of talk about, you know, basball and all the, the sheer affrontery of it. I wonder if they were more worried about Australia's seam bowlers 
and actually if they produced a, a tricky seeming pitch that they were more worried about facing them on that they and surely surely that yeah. that negates the whole point of baseball which is you just go out and whack it doesn't matter who you're playing yeah but i yeah, tell you what Bairstow yeah. has fucked this sorry mate but he has you know and i i, I want bat i want Bairstow in there as a batsman but he's yeah. a fucking shit keeper mate he's not he's not as good as, compared to folks yeah folks absolutely so I would I would get rid of one of Duckett or Crawley actually and put but I would make back I would make Bairstow open. He's proper he's proper basball. It'd be a shame for Duckett, who I think's a player for the future actually. It was I a shame thought, for folks, mate. Yeah. What did he do a, wrong? Yeah, no, indeed. And oh, cool. same with with Crawley, you look is as much improved. I think they've got some very good players at the moment, indeed. Um Harry Brook looks a player, mate. Fuck it. What a, a great Oof. player. Great. But once again, bizarrely, I was worried for him because he did so badly in the IPL after he'd scored 100 in the first game he played in. He then just couldn't get it together. So I, I, I've sort of been watching them quite carefully over the last few months. Um, and the same with Moen Ali, who's played one... Well, Chennai Super Kings won it, and he was one of their outstanding players. And so you know that he's going to whack the ball about. I just felt that they, 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 if it's slightly more application today, they'd have made more runs. I think 350 would have been... Yeah slightly better to just just to put the pressure on the australians as it is i think it's going to be quite balanced tomorrow because it's always very difficult getting over 280 in a final innings isn't it yeah, it's it is. Uh, it, it is but um and i thought that the way that both labashain um, and smith were out was indicative of how they can raise their game england when they're playing yeah um with the crowd behind them and the crowd have been great of course yeah. it's a it's yeah. a a cauldron there it's been fantastic yeah, it's it was really wonderful being part of that and as i said oh, abusing Australian cricketers for two days is like my my idea of heaven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. I mean, basically, Travis Head got. I mean, it was it was actually. I, I should reiterate that on the on the whole, it's pretty good natured. Uh. And Travis was getting abuse because he he I think he he dropped a catch, didn't he? But we were all yes, we were all singing Travis Travis. He loved it really, you know. <laughs> um. But my favourite was to Nathan Lyon. Shit mowing alley, you're just a shit mowing alley, which was quite amusing. <laughs> and same old Aussies always cheating. But the best one of all was because I don't know for some reason the Aussies keep appealing for everything. No, no, but what, what's what's nauseating is that that the one today that Labashain uh, appealed for a oh, short he fucking cheated didn't when, he? when yeah. he when he just put it flat down on the ground. Yeah. So that was the only way he could catch it was putting it down. They still all stood about them going, ah, oh, no, mate, no, I caught that. I caught well, that. they all fucking cheat. I mean, so yeah. do we. I'm not, not, this is not just anti Aussie. I mean, everybody fucking cheats. It's, it's professional sport. But yeah. the way, the, but anyway, the Aussies were appealing, you know, for ridiculous things, which are so clearly not out. And it, you know what it's like when we go to Everton away and they all go, mm. handball, handball. And then we all go for everything. Handball, handball. We were doing that. We were going, how's that? After every ball, how's that? So it was it was great fun. I wasn't in the Holly stand. I don't think I could cope with that. I was next door to it, but I could still join in with all the, the chanting and stuff. So anyway, look, do you think we're going to win tomorrow or what? Um, it, I think it depends on the weather. Well, they reckon if it's it... going to rain and it should be gone by lunch. Well, if it rains, the, it, it'll it'll do what happened to us. We'll, yeah. It'll move around a bit and see, and they'll take wickets. Juice the so pitch great, up. Yeah, it's a great great possibility that we'll 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 at least get another four wickets. It's up to then how they bowl after that. But I, I yeah, it's great. It's it's very even. I'd really like us to win because um, I mean, I just I, I get all emotional about it when we take wickets. I keep thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Oh my God, we've taken a wicket. <laughs> Control yourself. But. Um, 
yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I love us winning. Mm. I love us absolutely. Love it. Yeah, it'd be great. And I should be watching from eleven o'clock. Sadly, I've got to work all afternoon tomorrow, so I won't be able to watch any. Yeah, I have. I have nothing on at all tomorrow. Mm. I will be naked. 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 There we go. So anyway, there we go. Back to, back Back to the uh, well, yeah. Well, well, I think I think that wraps up. Yeah, you know, Chelsea fancast does the ashes just for you, Michael LeBeouf Murray. I hope you're grateful. Uh, I'm sure there are with a great, great mail. Thank you for explaining so much, Michael. And uh, I'm sure many people, many people will not be grateful for me and JK talking about the ashes, but tough shit. Uh, Right, next one is from Christopher Sherman, and he says, "Hi, Chidgy. Uh, Not to forget old lovey Supreme, Jonathan Kidd." And all the other wonderful loveys of the Chelsea fan culture. I'm afraid, uh, Christopher, the only loveys on the show are me and JK, really. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, so there aren't any others. No. Sorry. The others sorry, are all normal people. Now, listening to you mention the 83-84 reunion had me envious of those able to attend, as it would have been uh, delightful to mix with players who punctuated my youthful memories of Chelsea FC. My ears were especially pricked on your mention of the entertainment for the night as being the wonderful Fulham-born and Chelsea celebrity fan, Omid Jalali. Um, I'm not sure Omid did it. He didn't do anything. He didn't do a turn at all, actually. He wasn't the entertainer. Was he there? He was there, but he, he didn't do anything official. Oh. No, no, he was just there yeah. as a fan. Uh, having only just recently, re- well, put it this way, he may have done, but I may be a bit pissed and don't remember. But you weren't, so if you say he didn't do anything, then I believe you. He didn't do anything. There you go. Right. Having only uh, just recently revisited podcast by another local lovey, Andy Hamilton. Ah, ah, saw, he, him, saw him on the tube the other day. Genius that is Andy Hamilton. Got the dead donkey yeah. fame. Yeah, very clever man. I used to work. I used to work with him, mate. Nice man. Very yeah. clever. Nice man. He won't remember me, but uh, they used to do all their editing of things like Drop the Dead Donkey at uh, the place I ran. Anyway, and his reminiscing about hearing the roar of Stamford Bridge from his home on Dragunta Road, I was drawn to find out more about other celebrity Chelsea fans as he added to my known triumvirate of stellar entertainers, Omid, Andy and Jonathan. Oh, Christopher, you do me yes. so no, no mention for me, obviously. But anyway, I'll let that. I'll let that slide. You're in small letters at the, at the, at the back there. No, I'm not even there. I'm not even mentioned there, mate. I'll meet Andy and Jonathan. It says anyway. My initially found. So I'm not a celeb, so I should shut the fuck up, shouldn't I? My initially found celebs had me wondering if this was a virtuous endeavour, as a particular model of UK male cropped up. Both Gordon Ramsay and Jeremy Clarkson were not initially my ideal candidates for drinking buddies. However, I quickly changed my mind, having first seen Jeremy's celebration of us winning the UEFA Champions League final and shouting out, fuck off, Manx. Okay, or what about Gordon driving an Indian man United fan into the sea unless he said he supported Chelsea? I didn't know that happened. That's quite funny. My support for Chelsea is not so vitriolic or so opinionated as these two gentlemen. However, in the moment... I guess I too could see myself larging it up in similar fashion. Like all families or tribes, we are a diverse melting pot of individuals who have a passionate bond of fellowship in our dear club. So, what if Gordon is full of explosive expletives? I would gnaw off a limb to taste his beef Wellington, no pun intended. So the exp- It's the image you've created yeah, there, actually. Yeah, it's very good. So the exploration went on. Next came the uniquely gifted and pre-Rexham Hollywood lovey, Will Ferrell. Also, I was blown away that President Clinton's love for the club inspired his naming of his daughter. Now, that is a dedicated love. I'm sure that you can roll off the celeb mates you all rock with, and I would especially love to hear of those locals 
who have thrown off the shackles of living and growing up around Stamford Bridge to become household names, but not forgetting their roots. But for the mention of the 83-84 old boys, I haven't mentioned football once, and after this season's trials and tribulations, enough said. I do still have a burning optimism for next season, but whatever the outcome, I'm blue till I die. Christopher Sherman, Wallum Green Blue on Mixler. Well, well, William, uh, um, like Christopher. Similar, uh, what did I call him? William. William. Wallum. Yes, because it's Wallum Green. I got confused. I'm very, I'm very old. It's end of the season, uh, mate. Yeah, it's end of the season. We're not like you, I, I am blue till I die as well. I can't help it. I am, I'm immersed in it. But the, uh, the, uh, the 84, 83, 84 reunion was fantastic as I waxed lyrically about it last week. Um, but um, I occasionally take Jonathan Taffler with me, who is Sidney Taffler's son, and he's an actor of some repute, if you could say more lovey, lovey, um, lovey Chelsea fans. He's not um, uh, a huge star, but he works regularly, and his dad was a was a big black and white TV star and, was, of course, was in... Um, Harold Pinter's The Birthday Party, which was a huge, the film of that, which and the stage play, which was a huge success in the 60s. Um, and he's very knowledgeable. And he uh, he's part of the uh, the Bovril Gate on Facebook. Um, and there's a, another member of that is Clive Mantle, who was um, uh, Little John in Sherwood, in, uh, in Robin of Sherwood, which was on a few years ago. And he's an actor who keeps... keeps um, Keeps acting. He's still very much out there. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. And Derek Folds, of course, was a regular before he, he died last year, unfortunately. But he used to sit in the um, had a seat in the East Stand Upper, and uh, uh, he guested. Uh, guested. He came in. I, I, I guessed ridiculously to say I. Um, uh, I gave him my guest ticket. What I meant to say a couple of times. He came and sat with me and watched. Um, I don't have a guest ticket all the time. I have an occasional. Sounds as like if I'm unbelievably. Uh, um, well off, um, uh, but um, I'm trying to think of everybody, anybody Rodney else. Rodney Bews. Um, I didn't know. I worked with him once, but I didn't know him. Phil. And he, he tended to sit in. Um, he tended to sit in the uh, the West Stand. Did he? Yeah, I think when he got invited occasionally into the director's box, this is when Roman was owning the club. I don't know whether it's all changed since the the new owners. It'd probably be James Corden, wouldn't it? He'd be. You have box. to play baseball and, and be American. Yeah, that's right. And be a and be an American influencer or or a rap artist at the moment. Um, Phil, but, Phil, uh, Phil Daniels. Yes, I used to do the Chelsea with him from time to time, but he doesn't do the Chelsea anymore, does he? I'm a bit in, intrigued that it's now very much Kerry and um, Gary's, and um, um, Andy's still on it. And Andy, yeah, he's still on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are, um, there are plenty of other actors. I mean, Phil, there are other, Phil's, there are mate, Phil's mate from Quadrophenia, Trevor. He's a, he's a regular there still. Yes, yes. Yeah, there's loads of actors. Also, there are younger actors. Yeah. There are younger actors who are who I haven't worked with and I don't know who are big Chelsea fans. There's a very one well um working in America a lot who uh, I had a, a, a rather annoying row about um, the liquidator because he, he loved singing We Hate Tottenham and he said I didn't, didn't get it and didn't understand the hatred for Tottenham. And I said, I do. I just am not interested in the song being changed. So it got quite, and I discovered that he, you know, he he was quite uh, um, uh, vitriolic about uh, the whole process of, of hating Tottenham, which is something, once again, I sort of bowed down to his, his knowledge. He said, I didn't know anything about what was going on in the club if I felt I didn't want to sing that. And I said, okay, perhaps this is a young person's thing. I felt it wise to, to, uh, 
to back down in this instance. It's fucking moronic, JK. Hey, Chidge, I know, but he was much bigger than me and um, and was a bit pissed. So it, it, was, it wasn't a good idea to uh, to indulge his whim. There are. It was a good idea to indulge his whim. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another guy whose name I forgive me, I've forgotten his name, but I remember he listened to the fan cast in the early days, and he got in touch with me. But he had been in one of the Twenty Four series. Yes. And the reason I remember that is because he knew what I can't remember her bloody name. Is it Ivana Stravansky or something? She was she was in that series with uh, called Chuck, remember Chuck, the yeah, yeah, yeah. who who played a spy, a, 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 an accidental spy, and she was the, I mean she's the hottest thing on on two legs. I mean she's gorgeous, Yvonne Yvonne Strav- Stravinsky or something, Stravinsky or something, and he had acted with her because she had been in that episode of Twenty Four or that series of Twenty Four. So we had lots of chats about about that. He's a lovely bloke, but I kind of only corresponded with him on Twitter, and he's. He's, I haven't heard from him for ages, but there are plenty. I've always, uh, just as a, a, a quick way to summarise and shut this one down, Christopher, but I've always been very interested in the uh, the people from the rock and roll hemisphere who, who, are, who are big yeah. Chelsea fans. That's always been one of my big loves. And there are plenty of those, and we've got to know many, many of them, which is absolutely lovely. One of them, my dear old friend, Kirk Brandon from Spear of Destiny and Theatre of Hate, who may or may not be listening uh, to this, because I, I know he listens to the show. And he's not been well recently. He's had a horrible trip to hospital. I saw them play in my local pub, would you believe, about a couple of months ago. But poor old Kirk ended up in hospital. Kirk, if you're listening, old chum, uh, I do wish you the best. And I do wish you a very, very speedy recovery. And I'm sending lots of Chelsea love to you. Andy Kane, uh, Andy Cairns, of course, from uh, Therapy, who's become uh, the fan cast's new best friend. An absolutely bloody brilliant band. But lo- there are loads, uh, loads of... Uh, you know, so we've avoided guys. them, haven't we? Because what's his name um, from the Sex Pistols? Is Steve Jones, fan? Paul oh, Cook. Steve Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. Generation Sex. As or Billy Idol is possibly a Chelsea fan, although nobody's entirely... I think he is, but uh, the, the the lovely bloke from uh, Andy from Depeche Mode, who sadly passed away, massive Chelsea fan, because he used to sit... Uh, I mean, he might even have sat with our mate Steve. I could be wrong, but... Uh, uh, many, many, many rock and rollers uh, were Chelsea fans. So there you go. Anyway, we could talk. We could talk about this all night. You know what? We're not going we, to. We won't. We won't. No. no. Right. The next course. The next email is from our, our mate Daniel, who we have not heard from for a while. So it's nice to hear from him. Oh, Daniel. Well, it's finally over. The best part of our horrendous season. Good news is a glimmer of hope for next season with some of these players we do have. But who have we got, Daniel? I don't know who they are. <laughs> The best part of our season, like every season, is all of you. You boys have gotten us through. Reminders, it can always get worse. Yes. <laughs> My brother and I become che- became Chelsea fans during the first Mourinho era. We followed the Portuguese league. Myself being a Benfica supporter. My brother, Porto. Portuguese parents and us being first-generation American. No one talked football, just us. Mourinho making the move to Chelsea gave my brother and I a team we could share, a club we could love together. It's weird, isn't it, Chid? You don't make that connection that, that a manager going to somewhere else, you because you love them so much, you would then follow the other club they go to it's, or show interest in it. Interesting. Anyway, going back, learning everything about our club, knowing we were shit but always had an FA Cup to win. United and Liverpool may have been poetry. We are rock and roll. Finding you lot has given me more than what our club has given me. We've never met. I hope someday I'll change that. I'll make a return to see a match again at the bridge. Thank you, Chidge, JK, the friends I try to listen to on Monday. But if not, definitely Tuesday on the podcast. <laughs> we are the famous CFC, Daniel. Sweet, sweet, Daniel. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's a classic one that we've never met, Daniel. But I I, I feel that we know each other well. We've we, we've been conversing for years and years and years. I sent I sent Daniel a signed uh shirt. Well, I got he wanted to get Cundy to sign a shirt for him, so I got Cundy to sign a shirt and sent it over to him in the post. So, fantastic, uh, fantastic. And I've just it sent- is the one, that's one one of the big positives and joys of social media yeah. is getting to know people who, when when you then meet them, yeah. you know them. Absolutely it's, right. It's fantastic. I love. I absolutely love yeah. that, particularly if they're from from uh, the other side of the pond. That's it's, right. I, I think it's. It doesn't matter where they love. I love it. All the all the the, the Norwegian and Norwegian um, group who came to see us. That was wonderful as well. Swedish. I love. So, sorry, Swedish, absolutely, yeah. I love all of that. I really do. It's fantastic. Yeah. And just to say, um, the um, um, the bit about the next season with some of the players, we some of these players we do have, I, I still don't know who any of them are. I still know nothing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I watched the um, the Nations Cup final last night. Um, Kovacic was great. Yeah, of course he, was he was great. I know, he's fucked us off, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, has he, though? Well... Well, but yeah, because he, he didn't. He didn't fucking turn up this season, did he? No, no, he did. Absolutely right. But has he? Is he? Is he now part of? Well, I we don't. don't know. I, we don't know. We're, he's supposed to be going no. to Man City, but as we, we we don't know anything because it's all made up. You know that. I've been yeah. watching you on Twitter all week, going absolutely fucking potty about it. Just fucking ignore it, like I've been doing. Go and watch the I know, cricket. I can't, I, I can't help it because it 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 is designed I, to I'm, do exactly what it's doing, getting you to froth at the mouth. No, but it isn't. It isn't designed for that. It's not. It's designed for people to, to to interact with it in a in a negative way, but to 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 slag the club off, because that's the that's the major intent of it. And it's what people do. Chelsea are a shit club, aren't the board dreadful? We're selling him. We're doing that. If you don't believe it and you just say this is shit, you have a completely different view. It's not designed from to 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 appeal to me in the slightest. It's designed to appeal to people who. Go with it. That's what my objection is to it. It's the fact that you get hundreds and hundreds of reactions that this is the truth. And and that's where it, it's just the whole thing is is pernicious. It's wicked stuff. Which really is why is. you should ignore it. I can't, Chidge. I cannot do it. I have to go Put in and just... Put the bunny down. Chidge, Chidge, you're absolutely right. If I imagine it as in animal form... Think, think of for that that Nick Cage film. I can't remember what it was fucking called now. You know what I mean? Yeah. He plays. No, he, he's a prisoner on a plane with lots of other prisoners on a plane, including including Steve Buscemi, who plays a particularly nasty villainous paedophile. Would you fucking believe? I can believe. And they have it, to yeah. put they have to put him in. You know Hannibal Lecter. They have to put him in one of those face masks and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a very very brilliant film. And uh, Conair. There you go, Conair. And there's a scene in the movie where he, basically Nick Cage is being released. He's going to meet his daughter and his wife. And he's got her a bunny rabbit, a fluffy bunny rabbit. And one of the other cons has got this bunny. And Nick Cage goes, put the bunny down. It's a great scene. Anyway, I digress. I'll uh, try. I'll try. I'll yeah, try. Put the fucking bunny down, mate. Please. But the reality is, is that all of these fait accompli things that the club have supposedly done have not been confirmed no, at all. I know that. But these poor sad uh, fuckers wouldn't have anything to write about, would they? No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. But, but uh, what pisses me off is people who are actually quite uh, knowledgeable and write for for newspapers that we read are just as bad because as Because that's what they get paid to do. Yes, but I would hope that they were slightly above some no. bloke sitting his keyboard. No, making... they're not. Because that's what they get paid to do. 
This is the yes. difference. We don't get paid to do this. So therefore we can choose not to do it. But if I was I'm paid, not, not going we're not going to do one show this summer talking about arse gravy, wankery, fucking nonsense Twitter uh, and paper and media transfer rooms. Well, well funnily not enough, one. we're not, and yet other podcasts are. Well, that's because they're getting paid to do no, they're it. Getting right, they're getting paid to do it. You Follow right. the fucking money, JK. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. Okay. I feel okay. I feel hugely patronising, but somewhat worthy for some reason. Anyway, this is from the wonderful yeah. Jonathan Murray. No relation to Jonathan. Uh, hi, Chidge, JK, and the gang. Uh, after listening and the gang, no gang tonight. Sorry, just me and J.K. After listening to recent episodes and hearing everyone's attempts at keep sell loan, I started thinking, "Oh, this is an absolute monster email." Strap yourselves in, people. Having just said, well, I've just said this is going to sound ridiculously hypocritical, but I really don't hey, care. Hey, what else is new? Uh, look, uh, you know, this is people send emails in. It's our duty to read them. What can I say? Anyway, absolutely. Uh, agree. So I started thinking about it and I wanted to have a crack myself. I originally did it about six weeks ago when a Villa friend of mine, I don't think he's going to be talking rumours to be fair, when a Villa friend of mine didn't believe me when I told him how big our squad was and after going through the list of players we had already that had played some part of this year and adding to that players coming back from loan that could reasonably consider themselves to be in contention for a first team squad position, I discovered the list was 48 players long! Jesus, I didn't. I do need to mention at this point that over the last six weeks, this list has changed a fair bit, depending on which players I was most angry at week to week. Yes. Anyway, here goes. Uh, this is his first list: Kepper, Keep, Mendy, Sell, Bettinelli, Keep, Bergstrom, Loan, Slanina, Loan, Humphreys, Loan, Badiashile, Keep, Fafana, Keep, Chaloba, Keep, Aspilaqueta, Sell, Silva, Keep, Kulibali, Keep. Uh-uh. Cucurella, sell. Ampadu, sell. James, keep. Uh, Chilwell, keep. Hall, keep. Gusto, keep. Saar, sell. Rahman, sell. Colwell, keep. Matson loan. Midfield. Vale, loan. Kante, keep. Chukwameka, loan. Zakaria, don't buy. Enzo, keep. Cheek, keep. Kovacic, sell. Mount, keep. Gallagher, keep. Santos, loan. Bakayoko, sell. Andrin, loan. I'm pretty broadly in agreement with all of this. Uh, other than other than um, Koulibaly, um, no, no, he can fuck the fuck off. Other than uh, Loftus Cheek, well, yeah, but that's all rumor. No, no, but he's he said keep there. I don't, I wouldn't keep. But him. you wouldn't keep him anyway. All right, fair enough. Okay, uh, up front, Madueki keep Sterling keep Pulisic sell uh, uh, Hudson Odoi sell Felix don't buy Zh sell Havertz keep Hutchinson loan Fafana loan Mudrick keep Broya keep Abomiang sell Lukaku keep the fuck and cuckoo keep uh, that would leave us with the following list of 24 players that would seem a bit more manageable and that would be Kepa, Bettinelli, Chilwell, James, Fafana, Koulibaly, Badia, Shield, Silva, Chaloba, Colwell, Gusto, Hall, Kante, Gallagher, Cheek, Enzo, Mount, Lukaku, uh, Sorry, uh, Luka, I got dis- dis- uh, basically I got distracted by a flash score thing, say, telling me that England had gone one 0 up against North Macedonia. Ooh! And the fucks I could give about that are all over the hills. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Lukaku, Broja, Havertz, Sterling, Mudrik, Nkunku, Madueki. Now, the one caveat I'd want to put in is how the discussions with Pochettino go 
with the likes of Mount and Lukaku. And obviously, if he doesn't see a way to keep them and get the best out of them, then they'd need to be replaced. And with a list of 24, it gives a little room to add a central defensive midfielder, which we need, and maybe a striker slash goalkeeper if we're unhappy with the options there. Two possible 11s, as such, would look like this. And this is... Uh, okay, so it's four at the back. Kepper, James Fofana, Silva, Chilwell, new central defensive midfielder, Gallagher and Mount, so it's basically 4-3-3. Three, three. All right, or well, 4-3-2-1. Uh, new CDM, Gallagher, Mount, Nkuku, uh, Sterling, Lukaku, or I think this might be... Okay, this is another option, perhaps. Bettinelli, Gusto, Badiashil, Colwell, Hall, Kante, Enzo, Madueke, Havertz, Mudrick, Broyer. So that would be a 4-2-3-1. Squad players, Cheek and Chaleba. At the risk of being told to stand in the corner by Miss Churchill again for just for suggesting this previously, could Poch's relationship with Kane mean he could be the addition we need and might be able to pull off if Lukaku is deemed not up to it? Anyway, let me know what you think of the ins and outs and potential lineups. All the best. Cheers, Muzza. Well, personally, I don't want Lukaku anywhere near the club again. I think he's and he's also not good enough. He wasn't very good in the He's a Gareth, mate. Champions League Cup final. And uh and he doesn't want to play for us and I just get rid of him completely. I spent the whole um, weekend, mate, up in because uh, of course I was surrounded by Leeds fans and Southampton fans and Villa fans, right? And Oxford fans, weirdly. And uh, we did talk a lot about football. Amazingly, Chelsea cropped up in conversation. My mate's not wasting any time for a possible bit of banter. Uh, so I was very humorously in the middle of various restaurants around Birmingham doing impressions of Lukaku heading a ball. So I would get one of my mates to stand up next to me. I said, you've got to stand. They've got to be the defender, right? And I'll be Lukaku. And the ball's coming over, and then I would basically like lift about six inches off the ground, if that. But just with my yeah. my heels would leave the ground. Yeah. I said, "That's yeah. Lukaku." I said, "I know," because that's how I watched him fucking do it. Yeah. So. Or, or just standing about in the great yeah. game when he only pointing, touched the ball eight. Yeah, he touched the ball eight times, of which four of those were kickoffs. Yeah. 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 It, it, so I, I, I'm sorry, I wouldn't have anything to do with. Uh, with him, I don't know, but also, uh, well, once again, do we believe anything you read? He wants to stay at Inter, but it would make sense that he wants to stay at Inter. But he's got—he's in no position to dictate what the 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 payment structure would be. He can't do that. Which the is really, the really brave thing to do, the really, really, really brave thing to do. Terminate the contract. No, that's no. one option. What would be worse for him would to, to not be to terminate his contract. But put him in the reserves for the for the remainder of it. Yeah, because it would send a fucking message out to these arrogant ass wipes, which you don't call the shots. We own your fucking ass, and we don't care. We've spent ninety million quid on you, and we because we didn't spend it. You know that was the last regime, and uh, we don't care. We're paying you three hundred quid a week. You can sit in the fucking reserves and not play because you're a Gareth. So oh, I did use the c word. Whoops. I might have to bleep that out. Yes, I think you may have to. (laughs) We haven't used that on the programme since I called you. You can tell I've been with my cricket mates all weekend, can't you? (laughs) Since I called Jorginho that when he failed to control the ball after it was punted at him. Do you remember? And they beat us 1-0. If you just pause, this is a bit like when talk sport goes a bit pear-shaped and they have to do a dump, right? And they have to talk for 30. We've done that on Love Sport, haven't we? Right, in a minute, we'll just say nothing. 
and then I'm going to say Gareth, and then I can cut that in. Edit that. Edit that in beautifully. Um, uh, and I'm yeah. I similarly, I I would be happy if Havertz went because you you can't keep hoping that he'll improve. I know he's not been playing in the proper position, but once again, you've just got to wait to see what Pochettino does. I mean, I don't know whether his he officially starts well, on July the first. He's obviously yeah, doing yeah, all his does. work now on it. He's working on it. But, why don't you know. Why don't we go through uh, Jonathan's list and and uh, and we'll... Kepper? Well, there's a you know once keep, again keep, you keep don't sell or loan. Oh, that um, yeah. I would get rid of him personally. So I, I, sell. I'd sell, yeah, sell. just because okay. I think it's no good trying to work on him. I think he's he's let's get a better. Keeper. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. If we can sell him, Mendy, sell, yeah. keep or loan. He was he was interestingly in the Spain squad yesterday. Uh, was he? Okay. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah, Mendy. Um, uh, uh, I'd sell him. Yeah. Mendy, sell. Yeah. Uh, I'd be tempted to possibly going on this. There's this weird Saudi Arabia purchase big purchase that somebody's made up of five chelsea players for 100 million which doesn't sound absolutely possible in the slightest of which Kante is one and you think but hang on chelsea have released all the players that they've got at the moment and Kante's on that list and he hasn't been sold so but anyway um uh, uh and and today marco did a kind of obit for for, for Mandy saying that he was off and he'd won the Champions League with us and we should all thank him for his efforts. But somehow it went wrong when he was easily um, uh, dispossessed of the ball on several occasions, so not up to Cost it. Cost us when his... a semi-final in the Champions League. Yes, and, um, and and momentum when we were playing well in the Premier League. when we But helped to win us the Champions League. Out. Not the Champions League, yes, he could he help win us, yeah. But in the Premier League, he was similarly found wanting at the beginning of the season when Leeds just overran him and his confidence went in yeah. that he was to blame for the for part of the three nil loss. We need let's um, let's cut. Can we keep this a bit? Yeah, short? yeah. Well, okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go more quickly. Bettinelli. Yeah. Bettinelli. Um, I I don't know enough about him really. So he's a he's a he's the he's a backup, isn't he? Backup anyway. Yeah. Um, James, you'd keep obviously. Hang on. Uh, let for, me. Whoa, 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 let me just run down it. Bergstrom. Similarly, oh, I've got you gone to that list. I see. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, mate. I've gone back up to the, uh, uh, the list. Yeah, you've gone back to the top. Um, I, I don't know enough about him. Okay, Slanina. Similarly, I think they go on loans as right. their Humphreys. Uh, definitely, from what I saw of him when Potter played him against Manchester so City. Definitely loan. What he could do was pass the ball backwards. Badia Shield. Um, yeah, keep him. Yeah. Fafana. Uh, which one is he? Uh, uh, the defender. Def- defender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep him, but still. Not the finished article in any way. Chaloba? Yeah, keep because he's got potential, but similarly neat. But Poch, it's a question of whether Poch can make them better. I know. You know? We're, I'm not, we're, they're asking us. Yeah, so yeah, Aspilicueta? Yeah. yeah, definitely sell him. Yeah. Silver? Yeah, definitely keep him. Absolutely. Koulibaly? Sell him. Yeah, I agree. Cucurella? Sell him. Drive him to the airport? Yeah. Ampadu? Sell him. Okay. James? Keep him. Chilwell? Keep him. Hall. Keep him. Gusto. Hasn't played for us, so keep him. Yeah. yeah. Saar. Sell. Rahman. Definitely sell, for goodness sake. Yeah. Colwell. Keep. <clears throat> yeah. Matson. I would keep Matson. I think Matson's great potential. I don't quite know how he... I how, actually how do you think, fit him in? Well, I think he plays instead of Hall, I'm afraid. I think he's a better player than Hall. He's a full... But I just think he... I mean, Hall has great potential, but... Yeah, but Matson's, Hall, you can play in midfield, so you can keep... You can, him. you can, you yeah. can, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. I would be inclined to keep Matson, so I would disagree with uh, yeah. Jonathan on that too. Vale? Um, I would loan him. Kante? Uh, I, I would, I'd sell him, actually. So would I, actually. I think his injuries have caught He's up. too with prone. Him. Yeah. Too prone, yeah. yeah. And there's plenty of other people we could be playing in midfield. Chuck Wakameka? I think it's a terrible thing to say because he was bought because they thought huge potential for him, but I would loan him. Yeah. Okay. I would keep him actually. Uh, Zakaria. Okay. Uh, obviously he's not going to be, but nah, he's not going to He's off. He's off. Enzo. Obviously keep. Cheek. Sell. Yeah. See, I'd be inclined to let uh, Ruben go. Kovacic. Um, uh, very difficult to know. He doesn't score goals. Um, similarly, last night against not before last week against Spain, he had some dreadful shots, but he was absolutely excellent. And it's a question whether po and he's only twenty nine. Is whether Pochettino thinks that he has a role to play? Because I think he'd g him up, despite him abs being absolutely hopeless this season. And you wonder, you know, is it forgivable because of the environment under Potter that he really? It's the same with Mount. You know, did Mount. Um, just give up in the end because it was just like playing for a you know an um, a, an anti team. It was so dreadful. I mean, they shouldn't really have downed their tools to that extent, or even just been dreadful. But Kovacic has played wonderfully for us in the past. So, would you keep him? I would keep him. All right, yeah. fair enough. Um, I would be inclined to sell, but I I I hear you. I hear you. Mount. Yeah, yeah, keep him. Yeah, yeah but... Gallagher. I keep absolutely. Yeah, Santos loan. I'd keep him. I think he's great potential. Okay. I, I don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bakayoko. I think his hasn't his contract been whether you believe this or not hasn't it been? I think he's gone already. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. since since Jonathan wrote this email to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Yeah. Andrin. Yeah, loan. Yeah. yeah. Madueki. Keep. Sterling. I'd sell him. Well, so would I, but I can't see who's fucking going to buy him. Nobody would buy him, absolutely. But I, I would sell him. Pulisic? Sell him, but I, who would pay his well, wage? Drive him to the airport, yeah. mate. Once again, yeah. Hudson-Odoi? Um, that's a difficult one because he's just done nothing, has he, for uh, Leipzig? I think his chance so is gone, mate. I think his chance is gone. You'd sell him, yeah. 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 Felix, don't buy? Uh, I, I think that's, that's I sale. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ZH, sell? Of course you'd sell him, yeah. Havertz? I'd sell him. But I think, once again... If if he plays in his proper position and Pochettino can get something out of him, he said that's the problem. It's it's whether the new manager can can formulate a structure where he excels yeah. because he's clearly a terrific player, but not within this environment. Not not right now. But I would I would keep no. him. Uh, Hutchinson loan. I'd agree with that. Fafana yeah. loan, loan. I'd agree yeah, with yeah. that. Mudrick keep. Yeah, keep, absolutely. Broya yeah. keep. Absolutely. Yeah. Abamyang yeah. sell. Absolutely. Uh, Lukaku, but oh. let him rot in the reserves is my solution. Yes. But um, yeah, but this is all just they won't though. They'll work out some financial deal because they're like that. They'll do it. They'll they'll lessen the blow um, to the uh, the wages, whatever it is. Is it three hundred thousand a week? He's getting. Is I he think getting so. more than Sterling? Yeah. yeah. Crazy. They'll, I think they'll, they'll come to some arrangement. Right. So, yes. But he's noxious. He's toxic. Yeah, I, I don't want him anywhere near the club. Uh, Nkunku keep obviously because we've, yeah, just, obviously, we've just, just bought just him bought. so we yeah. don't we don't differ massively from jonathan to be fair and and we should would would, would you take kane oh uh, in a in a in an instant yeah Wonderful. me too absolutely by the way he scored england's first goal tonight of course he did of course but he did. Are the, 
the chances of him well we don't know once again what on earth is cooking you know we were we were supposedly about to buy mbappe weren't we but you know god save us who knows what wait till august when they've if, all yes, arrived it's, let's let's wait until we look at the the uh, the website and it tells you what's going on okay on to the next email thank you jonathan that was great uh, we had fun having a chat about that uh, right your your mate mine jk mr george spencer, george spencer. where would we be without it wouldn't uh, be an off the sh- post it show it wouldn't without. be an off the post without him writing in a mail dear chidgy jk and guests no guests george just the two of us thank god that's over this whole season has been a complete shambles shambles a word shambles, i've used shambles shambolic mate from start to finish the harebrained decision to sack Tuchel, yes, completely false dawn under Potter that went sour quicker than milk left out for a week. The final month where I didn't even have Winchester City to think about. <laughs> this season, get in the bin. It's before we get to the match on Thursday night at Old Trafford. I'm glad I opted for the radio. We had less spine than a jellyfish, none of the sting. We've now gone 11 league matches against Man United without winning. To recycle a joke from the Arsenal game in November, as Liz Truss would say... That is a disgrace. No, 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 no. That is a disgrace. You're right. That's exactly how she did it. Yeah. Oh, I'm afraid I've, I've, I've removed her from my uh, from my memory banks. Um, and so to this afternoon when we needed an own goal to get a point against a Newcastle side already on the beach, the defence was caught in no man's land for their goal and we couldn't take the chances we created. If this marks the last appearance of Ruben Loftus-Cheek, then it's a massive shame and so needless too. I will always maintain that Dan Levine's constant claims that there was no difference between Stamford Bridge and 1930s Nuremberg was to blame. It's a bit tenuous for me. Sorry, I can't quite well, get because that. Because it was, um, it was uh, because of the, it was a charity thing, wasn't it? It was. Um... It was in aid oh, of the Holocaust. When he did, of course it was. Of course it was. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I see. I remember that when he did his Achilles. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I suspect will be my last email until August. So here's to a summer of rebuilding under Pochettino. Episodes of my Chelsea 50 years of Robo season coming up and fancast archive. So to the season just gone and to Leeds United, I say in the immortal words. Yes, I must say, fuck it. That was so good. Bastards. Bastards. I say in the immortal words of Malcolm Tucker, fuckity bye. Until next season, up the Chelsea, George Spencer. P.S. How do I join the Predictions League next year? Very ah. simple. Kitch will send you a link. He will, yeah. Uh, as the minute Kiro sends me the new details for how to join, I will email it to you, George, and I will be announcing it, no doubt, on the show if we do any before the start of the new season. But either way, I'll make sure you know. Um, I think you are a Patreon, George, so you will hear about it very early because they get to know first. Uh, and you're also on the Discord group, so much the same thing. Um, but in July, I suspect uh, Kiro will be sending me all the information. I think you have to cough up 20 quid, from what I recall. Um, but it's well worth it. It's great fun. And you can humiliate your fancast chums by doing so. Which, of course, brings m- most people a lot of joy. Now, uh, Mr. Josh Ames, for our last email of this part. He says, Dear Chidge and JK and friends, well... Thank heavens that's over. I write this email the morning after the Newcastle game and a lot happier than I am most Monday mornings. Safe in the knowledge, this absolute shit show of a season has finally been consigned to the history books. And what a dire season it has been. Lowest Premier League points total, lowest Premier League wins in a season, lowest Premier League goals in a season and our second worst Premier League finish of 12th. And after spending more money 
than any other club in history, it is truly woeful slash hideous return. After sacking one of the best coaches in the world, hiring a manager that everyone could see from the outset was never going to relate to the Chelsea way or cope with the stresses of managing an elite club and players, haphazardly blowing £600 million and failing to address the one position we've been crying out for since Diego Costa left, failing to get Mason Mounttown tied down to a long-term deal, de-Romanising the club to such an extent even doctors, physios and ground staff have been sacked, I think we can all agree the new owners have quite royally fucked it. We need a culling of the deadwood in this squad. I would lose 15 of them minimum. They're not fit, there are no leaders, they have no fight or bottle and no playing identity. All season it's been 11 players and 5 subs who have been thrown together in a hope they pull something out of the bag, which more often than not failed miserably. Having said all that, I do think there is something to work with here. I really like the signings of Enzo, Mudrik and Madueki. If Reese, Chilwell and Kante can get themselves fit, Colwell to return from loan... Nkunku will be joining the squad in addition to a top goalkeeper, defensive midfielder and striker. It could be moulded into a really good team with the right coach. Hopefully Poch is that man. I understand that's a huge amount of work to do in one summer, so patience will be key here. Europe has to be made next season, uh, I think a priority next season, and even if that is the Conference League. Baby steps and dare I say trust the process. I truly believe Pochettino has the skill set to mould this squad into a very good team. It goes without saying, I would love to win a trophy next season, but wouldn't it be hilarious to see the meltdown in the Spurs community were we to win something with Poch in charge? Oh yes, it would. In the meantime, <laughs> though, we can relax and enjoy a summer of Ashes cricket. I'll be there. Oh no! You would Today, I'll be there on day four of the Edgebaston and Oval Test. So here's hoping England will give us a summer that will live long in the memory. Well, I really hope, I really hope you enjoyed it, Josh. And what a shame I was there for the... For day two and three, but not four. I was travelling home today. There we go. It will certainly uh, be a darn sight more entertaining than the powder puff dire football Chelsea put on us for this season. That's for sure. Uh, take care, guys, and we'll reconvene to do it all again in August. We certainly will, Josh. Up the Chelsea, Josh Ames. There you go, I JK. He summed it up perfectly. That's the season. He did it. Mm. I've been spouting all of that, exactly that. I I, my... my I was a bit peaked in the season when um, people were calling me out for objecting to Potter from the very beginning. But uh, uh, I think in the end I was justified. So uh, um, you, you were you were you were validated, mate. That's the word I'm looking for. You were definitely Perfect. validated. Yeah. Right, validated. we're gonna we're gonna have a quick yeah, we'll break. Yeah, yeah we are. You're gonna make a cup of tea. May I? I will Can't allow that. One. I'll make one for you. I'm afraid. I know. I've already got a coffee, so I'm all right. We'll see oh, everybody else in a minute. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cheech. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel... If you couldn't be there, and it's not on TV. Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? 
Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. (laughs) Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Real fans, real opinions. I'm Jason Cundy, and you're listening to the Chelsea Football Fancast. Proper Chelsea. Footballfancast.com Welcome back. This is the Chelsea Fancast, the in-off-the-post iteration of said show. And I am, of course, Stanford Chidge. And as ever, I'm joined by the delightful Mr. Jonathan Kidd. Now, this is a short one, Chidge. What? This next mail. Is it? No, not according to me. Oh, mate, this is fucking huge. You, God, you go is. and have a lie down. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go. I'm going to go and water my allotment for about half <laughs> an hour. For about half an hour, and, uh, we have and then I yeah. wish you luck with this. All right, see you then. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, I'm James Boyd. How are you, James? Uh, hi, Mr. J.K. Stanford Chidge and esteemed guests. No, just me and Chidge. If not on the uh, in off the post show, of course, if there is one this week, you are James, and there is, and it's this one, and it's the thousandth show, no. or is it? 1,001. 1,001, sure. With another season done and... I'm sorry, I've lost the... It's actually 1,048, isn't it? Really. Yeah, really, yeah. With another season done and dusted, I felt the urge to put finger to keyboard, like you were... Yes, I type one fingerly. Drop you guys a long overdue email. It's a joy to have it, James. Uh, an army brat hatched in Kent. I eventually settled in Scotland as a young child. My school was all rugby and cricket with no organised football, as was mine, James, as was mine. Um, There was a bit of football, um, but mostly rugby. I played football with mates during lunch break now and again at school. That's what I did. But bizarrely became an avid American football fan. I did not do that. My mum bought me some NFL pyjamas when I was around 10 years old, which nudged me in the direction of Channel 4's NFL highlight show. I was hooked. Was that the Andy Smart one with the two boys, the two, what were they called? The... um, uh, I can't remember the two comics who did it, but one of them sadly just died. He was a great impro man at the uh, Comedy Store Players. He was a fantastic improviser. Um, anyway, I digress. Fast forward over three decades, um, and I was still just as hooked, obsessed with my team, the Dallas Cowboys, team based around the colour blue that everyone loves to hate with great history of winning, a Marmite-esque owner with more money than anyone else, always top billing in the news, irrespective of how well the team is doing. Mm. That sounds familiar. Yes, I hadn't made that comparison, actually, James. You're right. With an NFL Game Pass and Sky Sports subscription, I was able to watch every single Cowboys game. 
I had two cupboards filled with small fortune of game-worn cowboys' journeys. I listened to countless hours of cowboys podcasts per week when on the road as a regional manager. I finally got to see the cowboys play live in Wembley in 2014, which was a dream come true. I absolutely loved the cowboys, everything about them. The NFL was always my thing. I've never disliked football. I've enjoyed watching big spectacle matches over the years during the Euros and World Cup. Just didn't quite fully float my boat. My son, who's now 12, began to like football a few years ago. He's like my shadow still, and we do everything together. Back in late 2020, he wanted to watch Premier League matches on TVs. He's becoming a Man United fan. <laughs> With an interest in playing organised football once normal life resumed following, following COVID-19, he and I began having a kickabout with a football around this time, which I really enjoy. Well, that's one of the advantages, isn't it? Having a football, you can play anywhere. Um, with all the matches televised due to said pandemic, we watched a great deal of football together. I mean, a lot, regardless of who was playing, especially with Scotland locked down a second time for months at the onset of 2021. It was during this regular televised football-a-thon that my feeling towards the game began to change. I was to be very always used to be very defensive of American football and friends and colleagues said it was so stop and start. The more Premier League football I watched, the more I enjoyed the constant flow of the game. By early January 2021, I started to develop rather a soft spot for one team in particular, dressed in a simple, beautiful blue strip. Was it Leicester, James? Um, with a brace of wonderful young English wing-backs, an angry German at centre-back, a turbo, it's not Leicester, a turbocharged German on the wing, a silky German up front, ooh, a feisty young Englishman nearby and what appeared to be the coolest, calmest Brazilian in the world, quietly, quietly guiding everything in front of him at centre-back. I started to eagerly anticipate upcoming matches of this blue team, got excited at kick-off. I found myself becoming increasingly animated during matches, found my post-match mood was influenced by the result. Around this time, this blue team sacked their manager, <laughs> who was a former team legend, to be replaced by a bizarre sticking insect-like character. I quickly developed a soft spot for this unusual fellow. No, no, no. In fact, I started to fall in love with everything about this blue team. As they say, you don't pick a team, the team picks you. That's true. I was still watching my Cowboys games, listening to the various podcasts religiously during the flirtatious period with the other blue team. But I found myself noticing the stop and start nature of the game with no flow. I began to not quite feel the same impact of wins and losses as much. I always watched my Cowboys games at night once my son was in bed. A couple of times I actually fell asleep during the games. Usually I would find it difficult to get to sleep after games, given the emotional investment. Now I was nodding off during them. What on earth was happening to me? The Cowboys were my thing. Yet when I watched the other blue team play, I was on tenterhooks, fully invested, dander up and the juices flowing, just how like I used to be during Cowboys games. Does this mean that you'll eventually get fed up with watching? You'll find another blue team. Please, no, please, no. Um, place. A period of inner torment ensued for several weeks till I finally accepted the Cowboys in American football were no longer my thing after over three decades of obsession. It was like a married man. I was like a married man falling out of love with his childhood sweetheart wife and falling head over heels with a new and exciting woman. <gasps> Not something I've experienced, but that's how I felt. You could say that being in my mid-40s, I was having a middle midlife crisis. I'd left the Cowboys, had a new love in my life. I now loved this other blue team. I was now a Chelsea fan. <laughs> after all these years, I had a new thing. Chelsea was now my thing. And football really is the beautiful game. 
I left the NFL in the rearview mirror completely, cut it from my life entirely. As 2021 progressed, my newfound love for all things Chelsea grew and grew. Just like Timo, I just couldn't get enough. And the team began to find its feet under its new manager. And what a manager he was, having endured years of boring, bland, robotic, neutral press conferences from staid NFL head coaches. Thomas Tuchel was an absolute revelation to me. Engaging, emotional, honest, insightful interviews from a clearly very intelligent man with charisma off the charts and a very apparent passion for Chelsea Football Club. Just the right man to drive my team out of the doldrums. How I agree with you so much about him. Uh, I lapped up every press conference and interview going and I couldn't be happier. This amazing character was going to lead my years, my, my years, lead my team for years to come. I was perfectly at ease that team success would take time under Thomas, regardless of his talents. Something I was very used to over the past couple of decades of being a Cowboys fan. Tons of money, always loads of talent on the team, but just no silverware. While frustrating, of course, this never deterred my Cowboys fandom. I was all set for the same with Chelsea during this transitional stroke rebuild period under Thomas's tutelage. Yet somehow this magical man navigated this inherited motley crew to a Champions League win. Absolutely incredible. A taste of silverware in my first season. Oh, how I loved this football lark. Oh, it's going downhill now, isn't it? The day after this glorious Champions League final, my palace-loving stepson in his early 20s gleefully told me that I'd been well and truly spoilt in my first season. A Champions League win. Every Premier League game televised, etc., etc. Won't happen again, he said. And spoilt I had been. Little did I know what was soon to come. The injuries, the sanctions, the sale, the sacking, the geography teacher, the return of Super Frank, the exit from European football, and a 12th place finish. I've been on quite a journey as a fan in a very short space of time. It's almost unthinkable, isn't it? I was devastated when Thomas left. It still irks me to this very day. Yes, a man and manager, not without flaws. And I know there was a lot going on behind the scenes, but I was shocked when he was sacked. A Champions League win in his first season, a Super Cup win, a FIFA World Cup win, a penalty kick or save away from FA Cup and EFL Cup wins and a top four league finish. Too many matches and too many injuries, yet he worked his magic to great effect and was the only face of Chelsea during all the media heat and turmoil of the sanctions. Hats off to a great, great man. I felt he was primed for dynasty at the helm of our club, ready to surpass Pep and Klopp, and we were robbed of that. TT will always be the one that got away. What a wonderful paragraph that is, Chidge. What wonderful paragraph. Which brings us to the mess of the present day. As a fan since late 2020, I don't think I would ever be able to say I was there when we were shit. And shit we are. However, hmm, I don't feel we're that far away from competing at the sharp end once again. We just need to ship some players in ship some players out, get the right man at the helm, which we now know is officially Poch, to give everyone a good shake and the owners to figure things out and let people in the know do their job. Businessmen with that amount of money learn quick, think fast and don't lose. 
These people are not stupid. Far from it. This isn't their first foray into sports team ownership. I do understand the appointment of one Mr. Graham Potter. It was an American thing. Historically, NFL teams hired head coach coaches with skins on the wall and trophies to their names. However, several years ago, young up-and-coming geniuses were de rigueur around the NFL rather than tried and tested retreads. The discovery of the next big thing, which makes you look very clever when you get it right, and they got it very wrong with the geography teacher. Right man, wrong team. And the reappointment of Super Frank was a genius move, despite the lack of results. It kept the fan base at bay for a while and highlights that the issue is very much with the character of many of these current players. With only the Pied Piper of Crumbach able to drag a tune. The fan base at bay for a while and highlights that the issue is very much the character. Very much with the character of many of these come with only no, I didn't I didn't miss that line out. No. So yeah, with don't worry, with only the Pied Piper of Crumbach able to drag a tune from this same mob before um, some stopped listening. I loved Chelsea when they lifted that trophy in Porto, and I still love Chelsea now. I'm with the bricks. And for that, I want to extend a massive thank you to everyone on the Chelsea fan cast for playing a large and essential part in me falling in love with Chelsea. That's a lovely thing to say. That's so lovely. I used to listen to hours of Cod, Cod Boys podcast. I've got the <laughs> Cod Boys. Cod Boys. Where are the Cod Boys? Cod Piece uh, podcasts. Cod, Cod, yes, Cod Piece. <laughs> I used to listen to hours of Cowboys podcast. You're going to change the name. The Cod Piece podcast <laughs> from now on. With the NFL a distant memory for me and an insatiable appetite for all things Chelsea during my first season, I searched for blue-related podcasts. Some were okay, the Chelsea was decent, but within the first few minutes of my first Chelsea fancast, I knew I was onto a winner. I've been hooked ever since. Thanks so much. Your show is simply fantastic. Ah, oh, wow. You're both fascinating gents. The bond between the two of you is something very special. Oh, cheek. Gives the show a truly wonderful dynamic. The one... <laughs> Can't really put into words to do justice. The merry band of regular guest stroke co-hosts blend in seamlessly with you both. But they are very, very good indeed. Chidge chooses so well. Particular favourites are Mark, Martin, Tony, of course, the deliciously blood-taxed Churchill. She is, isn't she? Many, many listeners, listeners reiterate a common theme in their emails that the show makes them feel like they're down the pub with you guys. And that sentiment is spot on. The regular fancast crew is essentially a large family that us listeners have the privilege to be part of for a very few hours every week. You guys have done a lot more than you know for a huge volume of people over the past 15 years. You shall feel very proud of that. Oh, this is so lovely. This is such a lovely mail. My goodness. The show is always interesting, informative, engaging, gives me a proper good giggle. It appeals to me on so many levels, especially as a new fan of Chelsea and football. Now I'm in my mid-40s. I'm, of course, rather late to the Chelsea party. Never too late, never too late. But your show has filled in so much history for me that I feel like I've been a fan for so much longer than I have. I've listened to all your shows since Discovery and even dipped into your back catalogue. The main show, the My Chelsea Show, the 50 Years of Chelsea Show, etc., etc. The list goes on and on, and all your shows have given me so much knowledge and insight. Made me feel on some levels I've actually experienced a few decades of Chelsea fandom myself. Without you guys, I'm just a guy in Scotland watching Chelsea on the TV, reliant on mind-numbing red-tinted punditry for my education. I feel part of something bigger than a field, two nets and a ball. That's down to you both and the rest of the Chelsea fancast gang. 
the opposition view has been an essential learner for me being a newbie. To learn about the next opponent from a like-minded soul adds to the enjoyment and understanding of the match like you wouldn't believe. I hadn't even heard of Chesterfield before the FA Cup match last year. By the end of the preview show, I was fully primed as what to expect. And the fellow you draft him from the Villa podcast, absolutely absurd. He is, Justin. Fantastic. More of this, please, next year, chaps. Really is an essential feature where possible. Mm. Quick, um, yeah, quick, well, quick we... interjection, yes, yes. Yeah. Your Honour, yeah. Your Honour, permission to yes, speak, yes. Your Honour. Yes, yes, to that man over there. Thank with you the very glass. much. I recognise yes. the Right Honourable Lord Chidgy. Um, yeah, you're absolutely right, my friend. I ha This is all on me. I've been very remiss this year and, and have kind of dropped the opposition view uh, from most of the Friday preview shows. Uh, apart from, as you rightly said, the absolutely lovely Justin from uh, Up the Villa, um, who I nearly saw this weekend because he comes from, obviously, he comes from Birmingham and he loves his cricket, as do we. But I, I, I promise, I really do promise that I will try not to be so busy next season and, and resurrect it because you're right. It's, I'll get, I'll get it's, my Brentford mate to come on, yeah. Chich. I'll save you the bother of getting somebody because he's really good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll he do really that. Is. We'll do that. And we have a, we, you know, I just need to be more organised. I mean, the one, the one, the one, arguably the one advantage next year is that uh there won't be midweek games to worry about so uh it should it should theoretically give me a bit of time all i need to do is to get organized for like a week or two in the summer and email all the people i know and say will you do it and off we go but i i know your comments because actually james yeah they're great and and i i feel i've let you all down by not being uh, on it this year so apologies um uh, and uh, let's not get that bloke though who was at a party do you remember that was the brentford guy I know it was the Brentford guy. We'll get my Brentford guy rather than the other bloke who's Billy the a bee. bit. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, he was more interested in that girl who was bladdered, coming. Mate. Yeah, more interested in that girl who was coming to sit next to him rather than yeah, talking it, it about. Was, it was Keris Matthews from Catatonia, mate. For fuck's sake. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Of course it was. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I think I'd have done you lot for her. It's true. I disagree. I agree. I agree. But it was. It wasn't really what the show was about, though, was it? Really? No. So, no. No. Anyway. Um, Anyway, the positives. I'm very excited about the new season ahead. I'm equally excited to have the fan cast to guide us all through another circuit of the big blue roller coaster that's Chelsea FC. I cannot thank you guys enough for the countless hours of pleasure you've given me over the past few years, how much you've enhanced my enjoyment of the matches and being a Chelsea fan. While you both are chatting football and having a laugh, you guys are actually affecting people's lives with what you do the most positive way towards uh, towards the end of last year and changed my role within the company. I'm no longer on the road to listen to the shows on a morning walk during DIY titivating the garden. Yes, I've been titivating the garden too, James. Um, if you said to me five years ago, I would have zero interest in the Cowboys, will be wandering around in my garden, happy as Larry, listening to a podcast for two hours about a guy called Andy Cairns from a band I've never heard of, talking about Chelsea football with two blokes called JK and Stamford Bridge. <laughs> I'd have said you're absolutely mental, but Chelsea's my thing. I'm like a pig in shit listening to you guys. I now have a large pile of Chelsea books that has furthered my hunger for all things blue. If you could read the Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank one and the the the, the Lasso one, they're really excellent books. Really, I really recommend them. As well as masses of stuff that um, uh, that Marco publishes. They're really the Tim Rolls books are great. And Marco's books are great. It's there's some really terrific stuff out there to read. I, I can't recommend them too highly fantastic uh, i now have a large pile of chelsea books further my hunger for all things blue each one penned by your own esteemed guest yes 
I've joined the Supporters Trust. Marvellous. I hope soon to remove myself from the plastic list, navigate my way to having tickets in hand and actually catch a Chelsea match in person. Well, we must meet, James, because this is fabulous. Grab a drink in a certain couple of pubs where I might just bump into you guys, furnish you with a well-earned pint or three. I'll have a mineral water. I'm sold on all things blue and I'm forever in your, de uh, in your debt. Congratulations on the 15 years and for passing a thousand shows past that somebody of work. Keep up the good work, chaps. It's another 15 years. Keep the blue flag flying high up the chelsea. Best wishes and kindest regards, James Boyd. Wow. 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 I mean, the, the high standard of emails on, uh, on everything is fa fabulous. We get fabulous emails from people who are, we engage in all the time via the emails and, and you know, um, are so intelligent and so well argued. But this is a journey that you have had that is is uh, via us. And I'm so um, I'm humbled by the fact that you seem to think that you seem to think wrong expression, that you that you that you've used us as a way of enhancing your experience as a Chelsea fan. It is it's quite joyous, James. I have to say that is a wonderful email. Wonderful. Brilliant, really brilliant stuff. Thank you so much for your compliments. It really, it warms the cockles, doesn't it, Chidge? It's fabulous. I mean, we, I, I, well, we've had emails before. Uh, which yeah, are, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't want to diss the other no, emails. No, no, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not. You, 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 you don't know the, what I'm about I'm, to say. No, I don't, in fact. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. No, we, we've had, <laughs> this is not really what I meant, but um, we've had emails before which have been so lovely about what we do and what it means to you and every single time anybody writes in and says something like that it's it, it we, we are truly humbled and and it's very heartfelt but I have to say James you you have outdone them all that is quite the most uh well touching uh, eulogy to what we've done for 15 years that I've ever ever had on the show and I, I am truly humbled and I thank you from the bottom of my heart mate that is I mean, it's not why we do it, but it makes you realise it. You know why we do it, if you see what I mean. Do you know what I mean, J.K.? Oh, completely. Yeah, completely. It's uh, it's lovely to get this kind of feedback. You know, it's the, it's weird, isn't it? You you do stuff, and then you you hear that people are engaging with you, and it's just fabulous. Yeah, no, it's brilliant. Fabulous. I mean, I, as I say, my the, the other day, the bizarreness of the bloke at the at the the booth when you wander into Lords. Um, it was this timing that did it when I said, I've come to watch the stage playing on the nursery. And he said, yes, yeah, um, through there, mate. And then I've gone about 15 yards and this voice said, excuse me, excuse me, mate, are you, are you, are you JK, are you Jonathan, you do the, the fanboy. I love that. I love that. And having a chat and him saying, him saying, you really make my, and the, the and saying the fan cast and the podcast make my week is similarly just quite remarkable because we don't, do it for that we don't do it for the praise we do it for the fact that we love talking about the team and we love uh and we 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 we, we love the journey that we're making um in the season and so to have you saying such wonderful things like this is just as with this this guy at the uh at the booth at lords just I, i'm touched you just get so touched by this kind of thing it's yeah, fantastic you, you absolutely do and and, and honestly james it, when pe we we love it when we meet people in the pubs as well so and if you ever get the chance to come over you must let us know because we'd love to buy you a pint let alone you buy us one so uh, i look forward to that so thank you james really that we're both as you can tell i mean we're almost kind of speechless which is like very unlike us but we are that touch so thank you mate enjoy your summer right this is from uh, lindsay bright 
Dear Chidge, I was listening to the podcast with Neil Fitzsimon. Uh, excellent stuff, by the way. You said you hadn't uh, read Chelsea My Year by Ken Bates. As it happens, I have a copy of that book that surplus to requirements. To tell the truth, I'm moving to Australia soon and some things have to be sacrificed. Most of my books, I'm afraid. I was wondering if you would like to have this book by way of a thank you for all the enjoyment you and the podcast has given me over the years. This is a genuine offer, no strings, don't even want to mention on the pod. Just to know the book will have a good home is enough. Reply to the above address if you're interested. Yours in blue, Lindsay. Oh, bollocks, Lindsay. This is why I should actually read the emails before I wait to have them on the in-off the post show. I'm so hoping that you haven't already buggered off to Australia because I would love a copy of that book. I would absolutely love a copy of that book because I'm buggered if I can find it anywhere. So that would be brilliant. Lindsay, so I hope to send it from Australia. No, 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 don't, don't send it from Australia. If, I, if I've been too late, it's my own silly fault. But Lindsay, I will email you back. But if, if you know, you may hear the show before I email you back. But yeah, I'd love a copy of it, mate. That would be lovely. And good luck Lindsay, with your... I hope you, can, you can listen to the show in Australia. Of do course you, think? you can. Yeah, everybody's got loads of mates. No, no, I'm saying, do you think she, do you think she will? Well, I it might be a he. Oh, yeah, called Lindsay. Yeah, sorry. Yes, yes. Um... I would love a copy. That's very kind. And I will email you pronto. But uh, you will also hear this, even if you didn't expect to mention on the show. But I, I see, this is what I do. So I'm a bit lazy. I get the emails. go, oh, all right, OK, that's another place. That's another, and I, I flag them all. And then I put them all into the script. And as Jonathan will verify, or valid, well, verify in this case, I don't read them before they go in the show because then they're fresh you see that's my excuse but i have to but i have the same thing i i, I don't read them until because i like to be able to interact with them as as there's nothing funnier than interacting with it and then real and making a comment and realizing that that's in the next paragraph Indeed, exactly and then and sometimes occasionally i get caught with my pants down like i have tonight yeah indeed but there we go I will, I will give you i'll ping you an email Lindsay. definitely uh another longy here we go Ish, ish, longish, longish, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Sinclair, end of season thoughts about a love affair. Hi all. What follows amusings and reflections, both general and personal, at the end of a season that was disappointing, but better than could have been had anywhere else, as this is the Chelsea, our Chelsea, which in terms of economic theory <laughs> is the embodiment in elastic demand. Like salt or medicine, you have to have enough to satisfy your need. It doesn't change despite that sometimes. It might not taste too good. Having been away and only recently returned to these shores, it's been a delight to be able to reconnect with SW6 and to familiarise myself with the once-so-easy art of acquiring a ticket for the match. I've managed to see eight games, four losses, three draws and a win. Inside the ground, I've experienced all the same emotions, jubilation, excitement, and a whole more frustration than 12 months ago I would have never have thought I would never have thought possible but what the hell I've been at the Chelsea where there's always something going on it's never boring it's our Chelsea who among us would be anywhere else that's actually you're absolutely right there Rob it's how I viewed the season it's it's there's always something going on never and a dull it, moment never a dull moment watching this watching this team uh, being involved with this team, being part of the essence of this team, being having it in your in your DNA. Of course, as Chidge so often points out, the bit inside the ground is only a part of the whole experience. Once again, I found myself wandering up and down the Fulham Road, taking it all in, meeting an old friend or two, making new ones courtesy of the supporters' trust and the fan cast. The fan cast 
it's been great. Apart from the bi-weekly broadcasts, or better terms, chats with friends, <laughs> the organised events at the Troubadour have been first-rate and dispelled my fear that meeting players up close, real-life heroes, could only end in disappointment. Quite the contrary, our retired players have been articulate and charming. I absolutely agree with you. They've absolutely been phenomenally um, comp uh, uh, audience-pleasing, absolutely brilliantly so. Uh, and it was a pleasure to know, as was the one and only Ken Bates, who I met recently. And it was lovely to see Ken at the 83-84 and the revelation that he'd been paying for the properties of the players was just, it just goes to show you've no idea what's going on and the love. And the, every one of them embraced and gave him a kiss. Fantastic. Oh, anyway, enough. I've, I've said too much about that. I just thought it was a brilliant evening. And anyway, politically, we're poles apart, but Ken Bates deserves mine, did all of our undying gratitude for holding back the bulldozers, he does. Creating Chelsea pitch owners, he does, and thereby safeguarding our future. I've always wanted to thank him personally, but resigned to my never being able to do so. That is, that is until the excellent come along and sing this song event was planned. Ken was to be there. Given his celebrity status, I knew he'd be sought after by all and sundry, but completely by chance, a few days before, I encountered someone who'd done some consultancy for him. This was to be my introduction, to I, so I took this guy's photo, stored it on my phone. Now, at the event, I seized my chance during an interval in the proceedings. I explained an old friend wanted to say hello to Ken. The stage, stage minders let me through, and up I went. It worked. I don't think Ken remembered the consultant, but he'd enabled me to say thanks to Ken. I even got a selfie with him. Back to the fan cast. On more than one occasion this season, we've discussed our pathetic showings, the consequent gallows humour, and how it's best expressed at away games where it finds its loudest voice. It does indeed. I remember Leicester away during Jose's last season, a game I didn't attend, but down down 2 nil, nil 2 even on the TV, you could hear the fans sing, we lose every week, you're nothing special, we lose every week. We could have sung this so many times this season, but priceless as it was for me, it failed to top the best example of all, which wasn't heard at an away game, was expressed by a player, Gareth Hall, who played for us through Albert, of course, as he was called, who played for us through a sometimes pretty ordinary period. He was featured in one of the match programmes where, among other things, he was asked which song he thought would be good to run out to. Jump was the tune being played at the time, which I thought was OK. Pretty good, in fact. But Gareth's opinion was different. He thought the best song would be, wait for it, we're on the road to nowhere. Oh, great. Talking heads. Um, of course, he took it all back very quickly, but the cat was out of the blue bag. And more than once this year, it occurred to me that dear Gareth might have been way ahead of his time. So what a season it's been for me. Old friends encountered, new ones made, matches where it's been obvious the owners hadn't a clue, where managers have looked helpless, where players have been desperately in need of support, a kick up the arse or both, and one in which we've finished bloody 12th, but who cares? I've been welcomed back to the place I love, and I don't use this word lightly. My love for this place has been affirmed. And come what may, I'm looking forward to next season as much as at any other time in my 70 odd years on this planet. Because like always, it's the Chelsea, our Chelsea, my Chelsea till I die. Up the Chelsea, up the fan cast. See you all next time round. Sincerely blue, Rob Sinclair. Another emotional read, Rob. Wow. These, the emotions in there are just, I, I share them so much. It's it's fantastic. I mean, the, lo the lovely thing we we've had the pleasure of making Rob's acquaintance this year, of course. Absolutely, you know, because Rob 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 not only has Rob 
pitched up to quite a few of the Troubadour gigs and come and had a chat with me and Jay, me and JK. But Rob's also JK won't know this because he's up there eating roast swan or whatever. But Rob's also popped into the pub on a few occasions, bought me a pint or two. He's even offered me a lift because Rob Rob lives down in Southampton. He's got a boat which he's invited me to have a look, and I'd love to take you up on that invite, Rob. By the way. But, um, you know, he's offered me lifts up to, to Stamford Bridge. I mean, annoyingly, from my point of view, I suppose, I've, I've had to either go up earlier or there's been something else going on. So I, I haven't been able to take him up on it. But uh, and, he, and he also came around and hand delivered a box of what I can only describe as doctored oranges. When we did the sleep out, him and yes. his wife injected them with vodka. And they were a lifesaver on the night, I can tell you. <laughs> they went down very, very well. Oh, yes. So Rob is an absolute legend, and it's been a real delight. It's been a delight to meet Rob. Um, it's been a delight to meet actually everybody that we've met, uh, who we haven't met hitherto this year, because actually we don't say this enough. But, you know, throughout the season, we get to meet a lot of people who come up and say, hello, you're Chidge, aren't you? I listen to the fan cast. I, they, all tell, they all tell you how long they've been listening to it for. And I must buy you a pint, they say. And I say, I'm driving home. And I say, no, have one anywhere. And I'll say, OK. But anyway, I mean, you know, it's 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 the love we get. It's it's a delight to meet people. It's an absolute fucking delight. It's it's it's, it's this is what makes doing this such great fun. We get to meet and become friends with so many people all over the world. So uh, Rob is one of one of many, uh, and I've delighted in meeting Rob as I have all the others this season. I must walk in, into the uh, the cock more frequently. You would get more cock love than me, mate. I find the um. Uh, the first part of walking to the garden always terribly difficult because it's always because you get mobbed, mate. You can't even make it to the garden, can you? No, you sitting there signing autographs, people, you know, doing yeah. impressions, doing nobody. impromptu fan bites. That's why we never see you in the garden because you know, you can't make. You got too many fans, you know, too many fans, J.K. If only it was so. I just have to battle so my way. This is why through. you're naked because they rip the clothes off your body as a memento. Yeah, I did. I did have a. I did have a. Uh, um, a fans moment earlier when I went outside to answer the door when the bloke said, is this your car? Can I move it, please? I said, no, it's not. He, big, enormous fuck off lorry in the in the road, trying to get in a narrow street, trying to get through. I said, sorry, it's not mine, mate. But try next door. So anyway, um, but yeah, he, he couldn't help himself. Just had to rip my clothes off. It happens, you know, occasionally. No, no, you're such a, you're such a um, sex icon, mate. Hey, hey, I'm sex on a stick, you know. You are, mate. Sex on Sex on two sticks on when two I sprain my ankle, sprain my ankle ballroom dancing. That's very true. Um, it's my go yeah. now, isn't it? It's Mina. Yeah, good old Mina. Mina Morgan, lovely Mina Morgan. Good morning, Mister Chidge. Good morning, Mina. How are you doing? Uh, well, I oh, hope you're doing well. I would help if I could read, wouldn't it? Hope you're doing well. Still love the show, mate. Years on and can't wait until the season starts. So you guys are back on air. Well, we've snuck a little one in for you, you see, because we're like that. Uh, just a quick question. Can we join the Premier Predictions League with the other guys? would love to get in the mix and probably lose horribly. Cheers. I'll be worse than me. Yeah, cheers. Kind regards, Mina Morgan. Uh, Mina, of course you can. Um, I, I will. If you're not on Patreon or Discord, I will just have to remember. Uh, and email you um so i just so i need to remember that but i mean yeah about a month before the season starts kiro sends the uh the details about how you can join i will i will put them on twitter as well or something like that don't 20 worry quid, 20 yeah. quid but then that helps with the prize money and everything yeah. so. and if, if also, 
didn't say season starts. She said season sparts, which Sparts. Very... Sea arts. Sea arts. Yeah. Yeah. So is it sea arts? Sea arts. Yeah. yeah. I think it's called finger trouble on the old keyboard, love. Um, I mean, if I do uh, by any chance forget to email, you just badger me. I mean, you know, if you miss a week, it won't matter because quite often people miss a week or two because they're doing something else. And actually, sometimes if you miss a week, you, if you get the, if you miss the right week, you'll do well because a lot of people will get minus points, which means you won't. So, yeah, anyway, don't worry. I'll try and remember. And anyway, if I forget, just badger me and I will do it. All right. Paul Smith. Hello, guys. Thank fuck that season's out of the way. I think that is a perfect opening line. Actually. Not underestimated, understated whatsoever. I know. It's, 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 it's straight injected into me, and I'm, yes, absolutely. Uh, but the only good thing out of this season is your shows. Oh, Paul, thanks. Especially for us that can't get to the bridge much anymore. I do blame the players, but I put the most blame on our new owners. Trying to de-Romanise the club was absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, well, do Yanks not understand moving forward slowly? I've, um, they even got rid of the groundsman. Hasn't he been there for over 30 years? What was the sense in that? So, yeah, I do put some blame on the players. I do believe the new owners have to take the biggest criticism over this shambolic season. Well, Paul, let's hope it was uh, a season of learning, a season of error that they will put right. Yes, I was there in the 70s when we were really crap, you and me both, Paul. doesn't feel anywhere near as bad as this season, largely due to spending so much money. You completely top it off. Did, uh, did I read somewhere? We have the highest wage bill in the Premier League. That's absolute fuckfest crazy. That needs to be sorted. Don't the players lose 20% of their wages now? We're not in the Champions League. I hope so. Anyway, the season's over. Looking forward to the Chelsea Fancast end-of-season party. Your birthday looks a good weekend, Chidge. Or, or trudge, as you've been been called trudge. I quite like that. Stanford trudge. Love it. Uh, I'm also very much. It could be. It should be your evil brother. Hello, I'm Stanford. This is my evil brother trudge. It could be the slightly camp one, couldn't it? Oh, it could be Stanford trudge. A bit like um um. Oh fuck me! This is like going back. You, you were probably still you were alive then. I bought, I probably wasn't. Sandy and uh, uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. round the horn, round yeah. the horn, yeah. Uh, Julian, Julian and Sandy, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, yeah. it's Stanford Church. Stanford Church, hello. Yes. <laughs> how lovely to vada your jolly old eek again, Mister Hawk, Mister Horn. Yeah, um, how lovely to vada your jolly old church, Mister Horn. Um, I'm also very much looking forward to next season, as long as we don't sell our young English guys, especially to our rivals. That will put a downer on it before the new season even started. Keep Mountain, get Rice. I think that one may have evaded us, I'm afraid. That's the way forward. All that aside, I just hope the fans don't expect too much too soon. This is going to take time and patience to get back to anywhere near what we once were. Well, I, 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 think, I think he's right, mate. I think he's right. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but we've 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 surprised people before, yeah, haven't we? But that we? was under different ownership, wasn't it? It was indeed. But let's say anyway. No footy to watch. I don't really like any other sport, so it's my second my second love is that's music. Off to Glastonbury next week. Pulp, wet leg, Finsbury Park the following week. I've, I've seen wet leg yeah. accidentally. They're quite good, aren't they? I love them. Um, on the chaise um, long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, yeah, yeah, all yeah, day yeah, yeah. long, on the chaise long. Fucking great. Yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. Stone Valley and Scarmouth. They're filthy as well. I quite like filthy women bands. Yes, yes. I went to see a really filthy women's band last week, funnily enough, called the Lambrini. Well, yeah, you said you were going yeah. to. Yeah, were they good? Were they, they were good? Fucking brilliant, Lambrini girls. They were like 
play, running into the crowd with the guitars playing it. It was me- yeah, I've never yeah. seen anything like it. It was mental. I saw a couple of videos of them doing that, and I thought, oh, that's unique, isn't yeah. it? Yes, it? And they were yeah. filthy. And very, very yeah. right, like a lot of kids are. They were very right on, you know. Woe <laughs> betide any slightly misogynist comments by yours truly. I, I felt very under. <laughs> I felt under very heavy manners to, like, sit there looking rather woke and right on. So ra- rather than the old fart I am. But but me and my mate Mark were not the oldest at the gig, so we achieved something. And I bought a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, great, wonderful, good, good. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, Park Wetleg, Frinsbury Park, the following week, Stone Valley and Scarmouth, to name a few, uh, that'll keep my uh, keep me sane till the new season starts. Uh, see the ruts last, saw the r- ruts last year, Chidge. You're right, they are still fantastic. Take care, guys. Looking forward to having a beer or ten at the party. Paul Smith, well done, Paul. Fab email. Great. Yes, and uh, Paul, uh, um, I, I've been very shit. I haven't even organised it yet. I think, I think the, the, the chat with the fan cast is where there are. There, I mean, basically, I've been fanning about because I've been busy. I've got distracted by getting drunk at the cricket, and also, there is not one of the four dates that I suggested where every single fan caster can be at the no, party. No, it's weird, isn't it? That chip? I know, isn't that weird? Which is a real yeah. shame, and and I hate, yeah. I hate letting people down, and I wanted everybody to be there. But I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and choose a date. But I suspect it'll be somewhere in July. And I will extend an invite to you. And I will also extend an invite to people who are on Patreon and Discord. Uh, they, I, I mean, it, it'll be limited. So you'll have to get your skates on. Uh, but uh, yeah, we the fan cast plan to... We do this every season, actually. And we, we get have a get-together in the summer just to keep in touch and see how we all are and say thank you for the season and just have a jolly good drink up and a bit of a chat. And uh, we are going to do it this year. We're going to do it at the, or this summer, should I say? We're going to do it at the uh, Troubadour. Uh, so there's only room for about fifty-six of us, I think. So, uh, but there will be a few tickets available, and you won't have to pay. It won't be like that. So I will invite you. And Paul is on the list because I haven't seen Paul and for if ages. We, if, we, if we play, uh, if the Rudies play at the Troubadour, you must come to that as well. Well, we need to get that organised too, don't we? I've been remiss in that too. So thank you for the reminder. Yeah, the Ru- the Rudy V's are fucking hilarious, Paul. I, I mean, I know he's, he's he lives up in the Midlands now, so it's a bit of a trek. But uh, yeah, 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 baby. Uh, Paul, lovely to hear from you. I tell you what, actually, Paul, it's lovely to 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 kind of reconnect with you this year. You and I used to have so much fun. We used to be very, very, very naughty very naughty and drink far too much but i always had a lot of fun when i saw you and uh hopefully we can meet again anyway uh last email jk goodness gracious me that's, that's whizzed by jesus right caroline walters the lovely caroline one of the new people we've met this year who is english but lives in the states i think uh dear chidge and jk listening to the end of the season show and needed to write i'm not sure who said it but it's so true that the fan cast gives something to all of us who can't attend Chelsea matches in person. Thank you for all your hard work, the JK fanboy and the shows. I've seen Chelsea several times, but never at the bridge. Mostly the matches are our summer or an FA Cup semi-final at Wembley one year, which was an amazing one because we beat Spurs. Uh, I'm going to get my chance to come to the bridge this fall. Oh, no! Bugger! Uh, sorry, but this fall, September the 23rd, I'll be in the UK and plan to meet up with Jenny from Derby for a match. Oh. No, I think it's September 23, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Than... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, well, either I see. I'm I'm off to France for two weeks in September. I'm I'm away. Oh, of course you are. Yeah, I'm, you I'm are. away 13th to the 26th. So 
I might miss you, Caroline, which would be devastating for me. Any suggestions of getting uh, tickets, places to stay? Yeah, lots. Email me again and I'll give you a steer, yeah? I'm seeing Chelsea versus Fulham in Maryland in July. Hope to see some spirit in the team, although it may be a real snooze. It may be. It's also pre-season, so it won't be like football over here. But anyway, have a wonderful summer. Up the Chels, Caroline Crozet, Virginia, USA. Now, uh, the, 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 the name Mar- Maryland is always something that I never get right. Is it, is it Mar- Mar- Maryland? Maryland. Is it Maryland? All Mary I know, Lou? all I know is, is that Maryland is for crabs. No, yeah, Maryland get... is for lovers. It's is, one is of the two. Like lovers with crabs. Maybe it's, yeah. Don't get the two confused. No, definitely not. But because but, I remember some heavy American guy, it was Maryland. 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 Oh, this is complicated. Then I heard another guy go, Maryland. Maryland. Oh, which one is it? I like Jesus, I like I... it. And we've had this debate on the show probably the last time Caroline wrote, and we got lots of abuse from Americans for being stupid Brits. Of course we did. Of course we did. I've done it again because I still can't remember no, which one it I is. I can't either. I, I, I like the idea of Maryland. Yeah, it's, it's a land full of Marys. It, 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 yeah, land full of Marys. <laughs> You're just a land full of uh, Marys. Mary. Land full of Marys. <laughs> Works but, for me. Um, it's like Marylebone, isn't it? Some people call it Marylebone. Ma- uh, Mary Lebone. I've people always call... called it Marylebone. Yeah, I call it Marylebone as well, always, yeah. yeah. But it is actually Mary Lebone. Indeed, of course it is, in the same way that um, Charing Cross is actually Cherine Cross. How would you pronounce it, where I grew it. up? How would you pronounce where I grew up, which is spelt A-L-R-E-S-F-O-R-D? Alras Ford. No. Al Al. Alresford, and it's also this is the beautiful. It's, it, it's pronounced Allsford. Oh, how how annoying! Yes, and yet the river, uh, on which you know, which runs through the the town, is the River Arl. A R L E. But somehow the L has got the other way round in the Alres. Yeah, it's yeah. a bit like where I grew up. Right, there's a little place in the Somerset Levels. Right, this is true. Right, just outside of Bridgewater, in the middle of bumfuck nowhere, called Chedzoy, C H E D Z O Y. Basically, in ancient Britain, it means Isle of Ched, because a zoy is a is an isle. Does that mean Isle of Cheese? No, Isle of Ched, Chedzoy. We all come from there. Anybody called Chidgy? It's actually pronounced Chidgy. It's where I, my lot originate from. So were you all inbred originally? Yeah, of course we were. And we've all got webbed feet because we come from the Somerset levels. Have you? Yeah. I never realised. No. Have you got a straight forked penis? Yeah, I have two actually. Dude, I thought you did. Yeah. yeah. What, you always needed one for backup in the levels. Of course you did, just in case yeah. you needed one to when you're fucking with well, fish. Well, in case one got kind of too wet and shriveled up yeah. and fell off, you know. Of course, absolutely. Exactly. Of course. But no, so it's Chedzoy. And, and I mean, you know... We were probably called Chedzoy first. And then what happens is, my dad researched this, and basically what would happen was uh, when you had your births and deaths registered, the people who did it were the local village priest who were invariably pissed or couldn't spell properly or couldn't spell properly and were pissed, and they would just write down what they thought it was. So so Chedzoy eventually became Chidgy. Yeah, so chidsies. Yeah, there's yeah. lots of chedsies and chodsies. Like Ellis, 
Ellis Ellis Island and people coming over and yeah. the American uh, uh, customs guys not understanding any of the words, so giving you the name that they felt like. Yeah, yeah. Or, or an interpretation of it. Yeah. You know. So you know, it came, it originated as Chedzoi and there was, there was Ched, Chidi, Chidi, Chidzi, Chedzoi. It's but it's all the same thing basically. It's just pissed, pissed, perished priests basically who drunk too much scrumpy, and this of course is why I am a natural born scrumpy maker. So many things have happened when pissed. It's phenomenal. I know. Isn't it? I know. So many Cle children, children conceived. So many yeah. decisions made. Well, so yeah. many Chelsea fan casts made. Yes, indeed. You know. So there you go. Uh, what what, a, what a combination we are. I know. Somebody drinks a lot and somebody doesn't drink. I know. And, and yet you're the one that sounds more drunk than I am half the time. Well, most of the time, I agree. Oh, that's the yeah. beautiful thing about this show, uh, Caroline. What a lovely email to actually officially end the season that's it you know there'll be no more bloody in off the posts or email unless unless you're all writing about 400 and, and it's so compelling that jk and i feel you know duty bound to do it but basically that's it for this season uh so uh yeah well done you caroline and, and look do email me and I, I will give you a bit more sound advice about how to get a ticket and where to stay and all of that um but that, I'm afraid, is time. All we've got time for tonight. And as I said last time, but I mean it this time, indeed this season, uh, there will still be some content going out because I'm going to edit up a few of those Troubadour gigs that I promised I'd put out. Uh, we may, if we have time, do uh, the odd 50 years show. We'll see. I can figure out some stuff. But I do warn you now, I am uber busy and uh, I'm cramming a lot. Of, I've got, well, I've, I've kind of got the cricket out of the way, so things might be a little bit easier. Uh, for for july but we'll see um but i'll do my best because i love you all and i know i know that you like hearing from us so there you go now uh, if you like what we do you can become a chelsea fancast patron and help us cover the cost of running the shows blah 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 basically meets if you love us you bung us a few quid every month but you don't have to honestly it's not it's not a thing you know i, I love you all whether you bung money or not i really do um but if you do want to it's very nice and in return i will send you a kerry dixon banner uh which i i've just sent out a whole tranche of them actually so if you have be, if you have received your kerry dixon banner please let me know that you've got it you can just you know email me a pic of it or put it on twitter or whatever a few of you have done which is lovely to see um because it, because I, I like to see the pleasure it gives your little faces uh the other thing that will happen if you join our patreon page is that you will also if you ask me and let me know i will send you the discord link so you can join the discord group which is great fun a lot of lovely people on there now next season if you want your email uh read out then you need to email us at chelseafancast at gmail.com you can't you can just ping a message on patreon instagram tweet tweet us or facebook us or whatever but email's the best because we, we get a nice juicy one to read out then so there you go you can follow the show on all the social media at chelsea fancast me at stanford chidge and jonathan at jonathan kid uh and thank you to all of the wonderful fancasters who have uh, uh you know been brilliant all year frankly so clayton dane dean alex tony dan martin marco mark liam toomey as well and adam newson who was with us for most of the season before he moved on to better things uh, they've all been brilliant the best thing about this season really uh but as, as always you know the major 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 thanks uh have to go to all of you who have listened to us every week uh the people that we've met uh before the matches drank in the pubs with us come to the troubadour gigs or just you know add a bit of a natter with us on discord or social media it as you as you i mean you know you've been writing in saying how much you lot uh how much we mean to you but honestly it's reciprocated you mean an awful lot to us you make 
doing the show worthwhile you make following Chelsea worthwhile and we love you all for it and I want to thank you again and officially for the last time this season JK do you have anything to add I think you've summed it up absolutely beautifully um uh I just love the males I just think they're they're so well written and argued and they just give us a fantastic perspective on your views on the fan cast but also on on watching the blues and being a blues supporter and uh, uh the emotion in them and the the care and the the love for the team and also many instances the love for the fan cast and what we do is 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 fantastic and we really love it and just keep it coming as much as we can for, as much as you can for next season because it's it's joyous so Absolutely right. Now, um, like the last thank you uh, has to go to you, old Bean, because you've been nothing short of fucking marvellous all season. Um, you've you've upped you've upped it. You've just taken it to the next level. Fan bites, fuck's sake, proving me wrong as always. You do need to send them to me so I can put them on our YouTube channel. Would you believe I've piled them all up Have here, you? one right. after the other? Good man. But I've, I've rather foolishly put them all in the wrong order, so I may have to start again. And I can't be bothered with the whole thing of going through and listening to me saying. Um, you know, hello, it's the Chelsea fancast, and uh, sorry, here's the first, uh, I can't even remember it. It's the fan bite, and uh, and here I am at Stamford Bridge, and you know, and it, it for the for the Wolves game, and you go, no, the Wolves game is 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 twenty two in the other direction. What have I put it there for? So it's been uh, it's been annoying that um, I may have to spend more time just assembling them, but I'll put them one after the other. And we'll st- you, you can stick them up on the website. Yeah, I, I well, think I've got the other the, the other zip file with the first lot, so I've got a bit of work to do, haven't I? Uh, did I give them all to you in the first place? I think uh, I gave uh, you scattered yeah. ones. Scattered. I'll, I'll have a look. I'll have a look. But uh, mate, you've been brilliant with the fan bites. Been brilliant with the troubadour gigs. That's been a real highlight for me this season. Actually, I've really enjoyed doing They've those. Been great, haven't they? Yeah. They've been really good. Yeah, yeah. Had some fantastic people. I was just like as you said. I love the fact that they've been as one of the, the males said it. The 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 articulacy of the uh, of the players has been brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. It's, it's, and it, it, it reinforces our our, our uh, the, I think they they they've got to the stage in their lives where they appreciate the love that everybody's whether they had that when they were mm. players. I think it was difficult when you're a twenty year old to show yeah. great love for the supporters. You can try, but when you become a mature person and you you see that that people really loved what you did as a player, it becomes reciprocated and. Uh, I felt that in each instance is the affection that they have for the support has just been absolutely magnificent. Indeed, that's so true. Now, and the last thing, of course, is thank you for the huge effort you put in. Let it not uh, go without being said that you do as many shows as I do. And it's fucking hard yeah. work, mate. It's great fun, though, Chidge. I know. You. And I love seeing your little face on a Monday and Friday. It's uh, it's an absolute joy. I, I, love, I, love, I love the fact that you are my great little mate, and I love you for it. Oh, Chidge, thank you. Oh, huge love back to you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a great summer, mate. I know you and I will hook up anyway, but... Uh, I'm already, well, I'll, I'll I'm already looking forward to next course. season, mate. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, there, I'm there on Friday the 30th. I with, know. With, uh, with John. John from Gate 17, who's got me the ticket. Fucking legend that he is. So I, I will see you. Yeah, definitely. But uh, I'll see you in the summer anyway. But uh, well done for this season. I'm already looking forward to next season, would you believe? How about that? Uh, you lot out there, you've been bloody marvellous too. And as I said a minute ago, we love you for it. Thank you for listening. See you soon. Until then, keep it blue. Keep it careful. Keep it chills. Keep it chills.
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.